Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. Hello and welcome for the Go for Leadership podcast series. Uh, my guest today is Ansem Semra. Go for Leadership interviews. Ansem, welcome to the show. Hi, Daniel. Um, thanks for having me here. And yeah, I'm curious about uh, our interview. Awesome. Well, uh, I always ask or start with the question, how would you define leadership? And uh, so the question goes to you, Ansem. How would you define leadership or what does leadership mean to you? So there's an intuitive answer to that and, uh, and no answer from the book. But um, the first answer to that is something that we all think is a good leadership uh, from the heart, if, if, if we feel it like this. So at the end, what we expect from a leader or I expect is to be a role model in some kind, um, be inspirational and have values in some kind, um, also challenge the people and to make a summary for that to develop the individuals, the team, and the company. I think that, that there's a quite broad uh, definition, and I, I like that. So in particular, in the times where many people are, let's say, irritated with the pandemic and also maybe having, let's say, uh, challenges at home, how can you uh, derive uh, um, inspirational leadership in, 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 in particular in your situation where you are into a startup situation. So how do you give inspiration to your team to thrive for excellence? Um, I do it consciously. Um, so we have, um, as, as you mentioned, we had this pandemic situation. So we had also this home office challenges, which means, especially in an early stage startup, that um, a lot of the discussions and the ideation phase um, is brought in this home office setup with all the uncertainty. So there's uncertainty and there are the communication barriers you have in a, in a home office, um, which, which are in fact, they are there. So, um, and it's also a trust thing. Um, I see it as a trust thing as well. So, um, these are all uh, the, the setups, but you can bring inspiration in by bringing some thoughts um, consciously in the morning meeting, for example, or by having um, a channel in, in your Teams or uh, um, Slack where you uh, bring inspiration in. For me uh, and for us as a, as a founder team, we also have some values and I, I repeat the, that values. So like um, I want our organization to be a learning organization that also um, brings its uh, learning to the outside, a sharing and a transparent organization uh, and a supporting organization. And uh, if we um, repeat that and, and make examples for that, that will come through. We didn't do workshops like leadership workshops or culture workshops. Um, we are a small team and in the beginning you have other uh, topics to discuss about than uh, two days culture workshops or stuff like that. Sure. Um, what comes to my mind is in particular um, in, in the early stage uh, phase of a company where you need to, let's say, set the, the, the guardrails in order to, um, let's say, set 
the company up for success. There's a lot of, I think, learning in particular in that phase. So how um, do you bridge the physical gap, let's say, between the different home offices? Do we have uh, set up kind of uh, learning sessions, particularly with, with the team? Because in my experience, of course, the, the coffee corners are the areas where you share learnings, challenges that you have overcome, how you have overcome them, um, where you set those, let's say, um, uh, sessions or, or, or how do you exchange those learnings with your team? Yes. Um, so we're still working on that part because we are now partly in the office um, and partly remote. And um, on the one side, we have um, a documentation structure, um, which sometimes we need to remind each other of. Um, so there's um, the plan that everybody documents at the end of the day, something not in the CRM system, not somewhere, but also in teams like what I learned today. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, uh, on some days people, they have a meeting in the evening and then they don't get it because it was too much work, but we kind of want to have this double structure between meetings and uh, documenting this as well. And the other part as well is that we um, are working, I think, in a good way with social media and we want to make this uh, social media conversation happening with our users, with our customers but also to uh, future employees. Um, so sharing of our startup life is part of our social media strategy. Um, and since we don't have um, external documentation people, it's part of everybody's work. So if you, for example, doing an internship at our company, uh, the documentation you have to do is at least one LinkedIn post per week. Awesome. And this works for, for the end of the internship when I have to look, okay, how did it work? Um, uh, it's, uh, it's a fact that it's part of the documentation and it's something we uh, everybody of us reads as well. Yeah. I like that. So you have, you have a lot of experience also in the enterprise uh, area. Um, how would you describe the difference uh, between the leadership, uh, between a large corporation and, and now being you as a startup founder? I think there are differences and I also want to begin with uh, similarities because there are a lot of things that I learned from the en uh, enterprise um, sales roles I had. And if you're leading, for example, for a big enterprise, uh, sales teams and bid teams of around 30 people that have to bring an offer of 100 or 200 pages to, to a customer uh, in several months. Um, you don't, uh, as a salesperson, as an account manager, uh, you, you are not the direct uh, manager of the, most of these people. So um, you don't have the power to say, today we're doing it like this. You have to convince uh, and and to to motivate uh, through the through the aim and through um, uh, what what motivates people the the chance we have to win and um, this learning without being the direct manager 
um, was very important for me um, as a leader because in a startup, it's also not like you're the manager and you say, okay, you will work in my company for 20 years. Most people you want to attract in a startup want to personally grow. And for that, it would be okay if they leave the company some day. So uh, I have to do the journey. They join with us very, very good. And this is a big similarity. What I think is different is um, the imperfection we have to have and uh, the velocity. Um, because in big corporations, sometimes there's enough time for things. And in startups, uh, in like two months ago, uh, we had two more persons joining in our company. And in startups, it's most times also that people that join are very young. Mm -hmm. So I have one of my principles is that we do every week at something. So uh, what we did last week will be routine. <laughs> and next week, there's something new to learn and uh, to bring to the routine. And so the velocity and the learning and, and being challenged is very important for me. It's not like, okay, here I have a senior consultant uh, technical for, for networks uh, and he does his stuff. He is an independent person. I just need his calculation. Mm -hmm. um, so we are, we are very much going deeper and being more challenged on this. I think I think that's a, a great uh, uh, method uh, that you just described. So um, not to learn something, to also apply it, to make it, uh, like you said, a routine. Uh, I think that's maybe even also something that a uh, large corporation can learn and should learn. That's why we also see a lot of movement from large corporation to, let's say, structure into um, smaller startups or, or to make, let's say, um, hyper uh, or hybrid, let's say, uh, structures to cooperate with startups. So I think there's, like you said, there's something that maybe you can bring in with your experience from a large corporation, but also vice versa. I think it's vice well for a large corporation to yeah. listen in and to learn from, from the challenges that you are facing and how you are facing them. So um, how would you describe overall your, your leadership Style. I, I know that you have asked your team uh, to describe or to give feedback. What was uh, first their feedback, and how how was it maybe even clashing with the with the view you had of your own leadership style? Um, I want to be, or I begin with what we are. I think we work very much in a team, and um, we work very much with giving responsibility to, to each of us. Um, and uh, this, in fact, begins with interns. Um, and um, the motivation has to come also from the founders, but from uh, what we do. So, and, and supporting each other is, is very important. Um, and where does this come from? Um, looking at what I think of myself as a leader, would be, um, I don't see myself as a better person than them. So, um, and I don't see myself as a very traditional leader in a kind of, 
okay, it's all set up with me. So um, sometimes I say transparent, I don't know if I'm good at it or please criticize me if this is not a good idea um, because in fact, I'm not the expert of everything and uh, I try to communicate this very transparent. Um, and this in fact, it works. So um, uh, even we have uh, challenges and have a lot of work, uh, there's also the fun part, which is important. Um, so I think it's a supportive approach um, driven by a few values that don't come out of workshops, but that come out of my personal history. Mm -hmm. When you compare, let's say, your experience as a leader and the learning curve there in comparison now to your current situation, would you say that the learning curve that, that you are making with yourself and with your team is, is uh, much steeper, let's say, uh, than in the corporate environment? More intense, let's say the experience is yeah. more intense, right? Yes, it's intense. And at the end, it's a complete new thing because uh, building a company, uh, it's, it's part of the journey that you want to do more, that you want to learn more. Even uh, for your team, everybody who joins the startup um, normally wants to do more things different than being specialized from the first day on. And so it's part of the culture. And as a leader, you have to develop. Otherwise, uh, you, you have to go someday. And uh, uh, big corporations or uh, traditional corporations They are either built around uh, a product or a service or a company history, and it works fine. So um, sometimes you like to compare, but we work very well, for example, with um, traditional manufacturing companies, and they have also very strong values uh, and positive values. So it's just different. It's not a bad or a good thing, um, but... Um, in a startup, you have to talk very much within the team because things change from one month to the other and uh, things are like completely different in two months later than two months before. Um, is there any best practices that you, that you want to share with the audience in particular in, uh, to leaders that are maybe also in the situation that, that you are? I think it is very good to be an open person. So um, to talk about your own uh, weaknesses and your own strengths. Um, uh, and this is possible to do uh, with, with everybody um, and to be on the one side transparent, I always say, but also when it comes to supporting um, in, in our team, I, um, in fact, I asked the people, where do you want to be in five or 10 years? And I know that uh, there are people who say, okay, today in the VUCA world, that's the wrong question, but we have a journey together, but um, without knowing what people in their deep want to achieve, uh, we cannot define the journey together. And uh, at the end, 
um, people recognize that they as a person are supported and mm -hmm. this uh, makes kind of the spirit. So um, but my experience is as well that uh, it's very uh, important to uh, build up, let's say, a teaming much more than, than in corporate worlds, right? Because in corporate worlds, in many situations, we have teams built all over the place. So uh, you outlined a little bit how, how you do that. Um, now, um, when you come back, let's say in the office, do you think it's much easier to, to build that, let's say, startup spirit to, to, um, to engage the people much more? It is. It is. So, um, and there's no, um, for me, there's no doubt about it because um, there, there are kinds like people say osmotic communications where you just mm -hmm. listen and see what other people do. And you can't summarize what you did in a day uh, in a 10-minute week uh, um, afternoon meeting or a 10-minute morning meeting. And um, all the co coffee talk, um, you can try to simulate it in, in remote environments, uh, but it's different in um, when you meet each other. So this is an important part and I'm very uh, grateful that um, we already have uh, currently three days a week uh, where, where we meet in the office. Awesome. If you, let's say, um, and I think that there has been a question I asked many, many times, um, how would you say leaders um, are being prepared at this time? Let's say talking about school, universities, and maybe also in large corporation, but also maybe in startup situation, um, because I think that there is the need for uh, to become a good leader to have a certain way of preparation for getting into your first, let's say, leadership role. Mm. Um, in your point of view, do you think, in particular now as we are both living in Germany, do you think that there's a, a good preparation uh, starting, let's say, with kindergarten, school system, universities, uh, or other, let's say, kind of learnings in order to prepare the people for, for such also challenging leadership roles that we have these days? So I don't know about the current school system good enough because um, I'm 37. Um, so this was a time ago. But I think being in some clubs in your free time always helps. So either doing sport or being in a, a we, uh, I, I was in a like church youth organization um, where you are also challenged from the beginning on, because if you're 13 and you're, you're organizing a, a summer camp for others um, with 14 years old, you're not uh, finished in your personal development as well. So it's challenging from that on. And um, every person has different ways, but um, if you're kind of this person who, who speaks up, uh, you will fall into roles uh, from beginning on where, where you kind of lead somehow. And um, every role where you don't have a power that is set up by work contracts um, is, a good, is a good training for that. And also every role where things have to be explained and being voluntary because uh, at the end, um, 
money is important, but if people work voluntary together, um, it brings more, uh, more, um, more energy and more, more fun. I absolutely agree. Ansam, if you look back uh, and you may um, give feedback or impulse to the younger Ansam when he started his career, what, what would be your advice? Um, that's a good question, but um, I, I like very much the approach um, that if you do things and um, think about them, there's always a learning. So um, even from persons who change their career in something completely different, um, most times they get something out of their first career as well. So um, doing many things um, leads to many learn, uh, learnings. And um, so um, it's better to, uh, to be very active in any field than to be uh, um, thinking about what would be the best way or be um, like, um, I see nowadays uh, in some, uh, some people or some people from universities having a lot of doubts. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you throw yourself also in the water, you will learn. And um, what you told me in, in front uh, of uh, before our conversation is that you always had times or have times where you work very, very much. And um, being on one topic with a lot of energy helps you for other topics as well. Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. I absolutely agree. And I, I think that's a great um, uh, way also answering that, that question. So thank you so much, Ansem, for being our guest today. It was a pleasure. Daniel, thank you as well. It was a pleasure. Go for Leadership, the podcast.